Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to everybody listening and locked in all over North America. I'm going to be rolling with you for the next three hours. This is a four-hour show. I get started every single weeknight at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Much love and many thanks to our super producer and host, Ryan Hickey, holding it down for us in New York City. Importantly, thank you to you, everybody listening all across North America, whether you're on the free Odyssey app, whether you're tuned in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, whether you happen to be listening on Sirius XM Channel 158 or a smart speaker, Thank you. Thank you very much. We've already been hanging out for a bit here on this Friday afternoon, this Friday evening. Thank you so much to Jonas Schaefer for joining us last hour via the Baltimore banner as we took a look at our first game of the divisional round of the playoffs. Man, we got the Texans. We got the Ravens. They'll get us kicked off tomorrow afternoon. The late game tomorrow, we got Green Bay at San Francisco. We'll talk about that game later on. And then we pull up to Sunday where Detroit will be hosting Tampa Bay. Everybody in the D is going to be very, very loud. And then I'm going to call this the finale for the divisional round of the playoffs. By the time this game is done, we're going to know both teams in each conference that will be advancing to their respective championship games. We got Kansas City taking on the Buffalo Bills. This is going to be Patrick Mahomes' first road playoff game. So a lot to get into, a lot to discuss. Next hour, to get deeper into what's going on with San Francisco, Ian Williams is going to come through and join us former defensive tackle for the San Francisco 49ers. We had some great perspective on the Green Bay Packers earlier on in the week, so I figured, you know what, why not go to the other side of the coin and check in with the Niners? So we have so much that we need to get into. Uh, There was a brewing beef right now between former Washington coach Jay Gruden and RG3. I do want to talk about this rumor that's pretty much come out, uh, Kirk Cousins saying, just verbally saying, that, yeah, I would love to play for Coach Bill Belichick, and Belichick also is having a second meeting with the Atlanta Falcons. Somebody else 
having a meeting with the Falcons. Hey, hey, Ryan, who else is is doubling down? Who? Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh is going to have another meeting with the Falcons as well? Next week, reportedly, according to Tom Pelissero of NFL Network. Oh, man, we we got to get into this. We'll, We'll talk more about Bill Belichick and Harbaugh, and it's just wild stuff. One thing that we do know, before we came on air, the, the word started to come out that the Raiders, who just go through coaches every day, every year, feels like somebody knew they've had eight of them since Mark Davis took over. They're in contract negotiations with Antonio Pierce, who took over midway through the season for Josh uh, McDaniels, and it, it's just crazy to me. It looks like the Raiders are going to actually make what might be a sound decision instead of going for the flashy new toy that Mark Davis saw on TV. I thought it was just a foregone conclusion that Jim Harbaugh was going to go coach the Raiders. And that's not to say he's not going to enter into the NFL, as Ryan Hickey just shared. Uh, it's not just Bill Belichick having a second interview here uh, with the Atlanta Falcons. It also happens to be uh, Jim Harbaugh. So we have a lot to talk about, a lot to discuss. The phone number here, if you want to give me a holler, is 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to take a a call or two. We're then going to talk about these Kansas City Chiefs getting ready to head up on to Buffalo. But let's do this. How about this? We got somebody joining from Buffalo. His name is Will. Hey, Will, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's going on, man? Hey, thanks for taking my call. I was just wondering, what do you think about C.J. Shroud's future? Do you think he's going to be a long-term QB, or is it going to be something like Cam Newton? Oh, well, thank you so much, Will, for calling from Buffalo. I don't think there's any similarities between C.J. Stroud and Cam Newton. Uh, Cam Newton did have himself a solid career. The back end of his career was not all that solid because of his style of play. Cam Newton was, yes, a dual-threat quarterback, but he also participated and played the game like he was a battering ram. And so Cam Newton's career peaked in, in 2015. Uh, we saw him get picked up by the New England Patriots off the scrap heap in that COVID year of 2020. And then we then saw him again uh, with the Carolina Panthers. I, I think Cam Newton's career is done and over. Uh, the way that C.J. Stroud is a little bit more traditional. C.J. Stroud is operating in the pocket. He is not turning the ball over. He's not going out there and challenging safeties and linebackers to pick up additional yardage. I mean, this man, this man being C.J. Stroud, he did not rush for more than 200 yards the entire season. And when you play like that and you play in the pocket and you deliver the ball, you have an excellent chance for career longevity. And so, yeah, I think the fans in Houston, this is why they are are through the roof, and this is why they should be through the roof and appreciative for what they have. Because all things considered, C.J. Stroud, his game, it looks like it is here for the long haul. And so, Cam Newton, you can throw that idea clear on out of the window. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. David is calling us from Dallas, Texas. You're on JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, David? Hey, JR. I'm sorry, but I have to disagree with you on this Raiders hire. The Raiders should have got somebody like Jim Harbaugh or Vrabel. They went through the coaches. I agree. But the problem is they always seems like they go cheap or they get some retread. 
They should have went got an experienced head coach who knows what he's doing, who can set a culture, who can build a program there. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying that one option is, is any worse than the other. And thank you, David, for calling from Dallas. You are welcome to, to disagree with me. Mike Vrabel is experienced. Mike Vrabel is one of the best head coaches in the game. And, and we can go ahead and take a look at Jim Harbaugh. And if he would have come in, uh, you know, there would have been an expectation that he was going to run the football and build a program and have too much power. Here's the deal. The Raiders are the Raiders. There was going to be a risk in anything that they did. I wouldn't have been upset if they added Jim Harbaugh. I wouldn't have been upset if they decided to go out there and add Antonio Pierce. I think those were the only two and best options that existed. Anything outside of that is crap, okay? When you got to work for an owner like Mark Davis, who looks at Mike Mayock on TV or looks at John Gruden on television and says, oh, my God, that's my guy. There's something wrong with him. In this case, I don't think there's anything wrong with continuity. This is one of the few hires that I think the Raiders could have actually made that have been worth a damn, whether it's Antonio Pierce or Jim Harbaugh. And even in the case of Jim Harbaugh, for how long would he stick around before he's looking at the next shiny new toy or that he wants more power or that he's looking elsewhere? Antonio Pierce is actually appreciative of having this job. You can disagree. That's perfectly fine. You're, you're a human being. You're entitled to it. I would expect it. I would hope that you wouldn't agree with everything that I say. But having Antonio Pierce is not, oh, my God, the end of the world. Going on to the scrap heap is less of that. If there's one thing that maybe I think a lot of fans don't necessarily uh, you know, understand is that one of the coach's jobs is to actually have and try to have the respect of the locker room. There's a reason that Mike Tomlin has been able to have success, and you got a lot of fans in Pittsburgh who want to get him the hell up on out of there. There's a reason why the Raiders were able to turn around their season at the end. It's because the players actually respected Antonio Pierce. The first step of being a head coach, man, you got to have the respect of the people that you're supposed to lead. It's no different than any other element or aspect of life. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Indianapolis and talk to Kevin. Hey, Kevin, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, JR, man, it's good to hear you about this time, man. I'm just, I'm just starting my shift, bro, and I um, always had you like to push me through the rest of the night. I'm driving for UPS, man, but I like you right here. Man, but just like when I called you about 1.30 in the morning last year, I told you AP was the fit for the Raiders, he fit the Raider image. We didn't want no goofball. That's why I call it hardball, a goofball. You know, he's he's going around. But let me tell you something, Joe. It's a whole new era in the Raider organization. With, of course, you know, we, we got Sandra running things. We're going to bring Champ on, Champ on, and then we got the GOAT, Tom Brady, because, as you remember, we made Tom Brady with the tuck rule. We made him. <laughs> so, it, it, so it fits for him to come back. And maybe Mark is finally, okay, look, I'm not doing things right. Things are changing. Because let me tell you something, if he didn't make this, if he didn't make this move, it wasn't only going to be his locker room, it was going to be the fan base. Now, Raider fans, we don't burn gear and talk about we ain't going to wear gear and stuff like that. The Raiders are all about 
it's it's a, it's a culture. I'm, I'm a transplant from L.A. here in Indianapolis, so I know about it. It's a culture. But that fan base was going to, like, burn and, and, and burn his million-dollar mansion down, just like in the movie of the Notre Dame when they came and got Kazimoto up in the castle there. Oh, wow, the, okay. Yeah, I'm going way back there. So Okay, I, I thank love, you. I, I love you, brother, and I love this time slot. You sound real good at this time, my brother. Be safe out here. Well, you thank ice you. got ice and on the road. Well, thank you, Kevin. You be safe. Everybody listening, be safe as well here in Atlanta. It ain't no ice. I'm, I'm sitting here in the studio looking out the window right now. It's uh, it's dry as a bone. But everybody else, yeah, please be be safe out there. It's, it's cold. It's snowing. It's... Hey, Ryan, I heard it was snowing in New York today. It's still doing something out there. It's yeah, a little bit of something. It's like a little bit of a sprinkle. It's snowing, but nothing's sticking. So it's not it's ah. kind of more wet than pretty. Yeah, just just a typical. Uh, I, I was gonna say typical dirty New York, but um, that that be doing. I'd be doing too much. Well, I already I already uttered it. I'm not saying anything wrong, right? New York dirty. Oh yeah, especially when you get white snow. Now the good news is it's everything's been frozen this week, so oh. there's not a lot of dirt and such that could get the snow oh. dirty. And it's only gonna get colder. The freeze is coming, so. The ice is going to be here soon. We may, you know what? I hope I can get out of my apartment on Monday. I hope I'm not DeAndre Ayton. Everything's going to be freezing up Ex- soon. Excuse me? You're going to be frozen inside on Monday? Do I need to, like, uh, we need to make a contingency plan here? I mean, you have, you might have to fly up and, and, and jailbreak me out of here somehow. Oh, my God. Plow the roads. I don't know, bring a heater maybe, melt everything. Well, at one point in time, New York City didn't see snow for, what, 700-plus days? Yes. So I'm not complaining, but... Ah, okay. Yeah, well, you'll be due. Well, I, I just hope it's not uh, filthy because it, it can get pretty pretty filthy up there. Anyway, <laughs> 855-212-4CBS. Dan is here from Wisconsin. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Go ahead, Dan. Yeah, uh, Packer Nation, it's like we are uh, the underdogs. We get it. I've been a Packer fan for 50 years, and every time we were supposed to win it, you know, Someone would come into our house and ruin the party. It's great being on the other end. And when when you're hot, the hottest teams are the ones that keep going. And um, if you look at the quarterback situation, I think we're looking pretty good, you know. Yeah, you you got a top ten quarterback right now. Yeah, you're looking good. You know, the Packer Nation's like, you know, the future's so bright, i got to wear shades. We talk about all the draft picks, and we got this quarterback and youngest team. Oh, just stop because everything changes. Once the season starts, everything changes. It's like we're hot. If if we can, you know, it, and the football gods owe us one. Mm-hmm. They owe us one. We so many times with Rodgers, you know, it's been – just a heartbreak. Hey, Dan, so. Dan, Dan, <laughs> just do do this, Dan. Do do me. I want you not necessarily to do me a favor for me. I want you to do yourself a favor. Just sit down tomorrow and enjoy the game. Can you do that at minimum? Yeah. Win or lose, can you enjoy yourself? Yes. 
Yeah, just do that. Nobody expected them to be here. They are here. They have a chance. Let's see. Let's say this again. They have a chance to advance to the NFC Championship game. I think there's there's plenty of reality given their experience with this quarterback, uh, given what the 49ers have been over the past few years, that they would be the underdog. So I'll tell you this. Do you you sit back and, and have a beer from time to time, Dan? Oh, yeah. Having okay. a couple right now. Oh, so I need, not, I need the therapy. Yeah. Not not a shock. <laughs> well, listen, don't don't overindulge tomorrow, but crack no. open a cold one or two for me and just enjoy yeah. the game. All right? Yeah, I I will. And and you know what? I just want to be cl- if they lose, and if it's close, yeah, then we can talk about the and these young guys, youngest Dan. team in the NFL, can go. Okay, here's where we're at, Dan. You, this you is got, what we have to do. You Well, don't worry about that. Enjoy <laughs> the game. <laughs> Thank you, Dan, for calling from Wisconsin. He's like, oh, man, everybody's thinking about the future. You're thinking about the future, too. Just watch the football game and see if, if uh, Green Bay can beat San Francisco. I don't got them winning. It's not to say that they cannot win, but I don't got them winning. Please. Enjoy the football. I, I get it. Every every fan wants to sweat. The majority of the NFL is sitting down, watching at home. They are not participating here in the divisional round. If you happen to be Houston, nobody expected you to be here. If you happen to be Green Bay, nobody expected you to be here. Nobody gave a damn about Tampa Bay in the years. People thought Tom Brady went over into the wilderness to eventually television nobody expected them to be here with baker mayfield they had a good chance they play in a crap division with the nfc south but come on man we know the teams that had expectations and if you happen to be a fan of houston or green bay enjoy the fact that you are here and it looks like you do have a bright future it's the jr sport brief show here with you on cbs sports radio 855-212-4cbs that's 855-212-4cbs next hour we're going to talk to a former 49ers defensive tackle ian williams is going to come through let's go ahead and get a a professional's perspective and then on the other side of the break we're going to talk about two teams well there shouldn't be a surprise that they're here because they've been to the playoffs a lot the last few years and one of these teams has won a couple of championships. We're going to talk about Buffalo and those Chiefs. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I do want to tell you this. You can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone. AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'll catch you on the other side. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Oh my goodness, Mark Sanchez. <laughs> what the heck has that guy been up to? Oh man, Ryan, what is he? Is he is he doing TV right now? He's doing television, right? Yeah, he calls games for Fox. Wait, NFL college games? NFL. Which one? Mark Sanchez? Now, usually it's at least from when I have watched, it's been the undesirable four o'clock game on Fox. Uh, the F game. Yeah, one get, that's unless yeah. you're in a local market, you're probably not going to watch. You know, uh huh. So, Seahawks Cardinals, maybe you know, week ah, eighteen, one of those games. Good for him, Mark Sant. Calling games. How about that? I didn't know that. I, I knew he. I, I figured he was on television. I thought I heard him. I didn't know if he was calling games. I didn't know if he was, uh, you know, sitting at some pregame desk. I didn't know if he was doing college. Good for Mark Sanchez. He is a nice guy. Unfortunately, he was a nice guy. He wasn't as nice of a quarterback, uh, prone to throw the football to the other team. But shout-outs to, to Mark Sanchez. Nice, nice guy. A golf with Mark Sanchez. That's how I know. Oh, wow. Good golfer? Yeah. Who, me or him? Him. You said, is he a good golfer? Yeah, is he a good golfer? I don't remember. It's like, All right. I don't, it's, it's years ago. I feel like we did more hanging out and eating than uh, this uh, long, long story. Sounds like a good golf partner. The town alone, at least he sounds like a good time to hang out with, which is good. Yeah, he, here's an added wrinkle. You want to know, this was at, uh, at Bedminster. This was at Trump's golf course. Okay. Yeah, so make, make of that what you will. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is before he... Uh, before he has done a lot of the things that he's done or has been alleged to do. But, uh, yeah, quite a decorated history for him. Well, thank you, Mark Sanchez. Had a, a nice time with him. Nice guy. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We've been, talk, been able to talk about some of the divisional round action uh, here in the NFL. We got Houston taking on Baltimore. Next hour, we'll spend some more time talking about Green Bay at San Francisco. But this really is the marquee game that I'm looking forward to. Unfortunately, I have to wait until Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. That's Kansas City at Buffalo. You have probably heard this by now. This is going to be the first career road playoff game for Patrick Mahomes. And this is something that we are all used to at this point. It's a meeting between Kansas City and Buffalo. This is their third meeting in four years. In 2021, Kansas City beat Buffalo in 2022 Kansas City beat Buffalo and then if you remember that game it went into overtime and Buffalo didn't even get a chance to score again prompting the NFL to change one of its rules the fact that both teams in the playoffs get a chance to go out there and score and so the Kansas City Chiefs now also led and aided by a defense which through the past several years has been very mediocre this defense now is one of the best in the league, while the Kansas City Chiefs offense is no longer as dynamic, missing out on someone named Tyreek Hill. And so the Kansas City Chiefs 
trying to make their bones out here on the road. The Buffalo Bills, we know this has been a just a, just a hot, 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 uh, how do I call it? I don't want to call it hot stuff. But they've been on a run here to conclude the season, especially for a squad that started 6-6. Six six. This should be a damn good game. And Josh Allen, God bless him, he hasn't been out there turning the ball over. And Josh Allen is going to be running from Chris Jones. And Chris Jones says that, yeah, Josh Allen, when he's on point, he's one of the best QBs in the game. He is, and he's tough to slow down. A couple times we had him wrapped up. He still got rid of the ball. Um, you know, just uh, his competitiveness um, within his game. I mean, you know, he can make any throw. He has a big arm. And then he also has talent around him. Oh, yeah, he, he got talent around him. Get the ball to Diggs. That's it. As simple as that. Give the ball to Stephon Diggs and keep it rolling, keep it moving. On the other side of the ball, if you want to take a a look at Patrick Mahomes, is he going to be running for his life the same way? The answer is yes. Is he going to have to deal with the elements in Buffalo? The answer is yes. At least the snow is already there. Hopefully it'll stop, but it's Buffalo. It'll be snowing the next bunch of days. They're dealing with snow right now this weekend. A matter of fact, according to the folks at WKBW Television, the Bills, they're going to start paying people again to help clean up ahead of the game. I mean, even the local businesses surrounding the stadium, they're going to be out there right now, or they are out there, shoveling snow just to make room for parking spots. Listen to this. Crews, businesses, and homeowners are on Highmark Stadium working to clear the lots so you've got a place to park on Sunday. One local business owner says there might be fewer spots for fans because of the snow, so you should probably get there early. The Bills, once again, looking for shovelers for the game on Sunday. The team posting online, you can come help shovel starting at 2 today. They'll pay you 20 bucks an hour. Ryan, they didn't take your advice. They did not up the price for shovelers. If anything, it went down. They were offering free food, I believe, last <laughs> week, and now it's just twenty bucks and bring your own shovel. The offer's getting worse. Just, just only twenty dollars an hour to shovel. And then there was some jackasses up there. They weren't even shoveling, man. Did, did you see the dude that was riding down the? I don't know what you I was call sliding it. Sliding down. Yeah, sliding the down ramp, the, I guess? the snow ramp. You know, they they built this ramp down the aisle way. For the fans to dump the snow onto the ramp, the ramp will then take the snow to the field. They didn't get the snow off the field. And you got a, you, you got a numbskull just slowing things down, having the time of his life. So somebody showed up. Enough people showed up. We, we know that there will be folks who will uh, show up and do the job for free just to say they were working with the Buffalo Bills. Some terrible news as well, by the way. I, I saw that, uh, I believe, a dozen to 15 people were hospitalized attending that game last week. And maybe things won't be as bad this go around. There were also multiple calls to the fire department for people suffering a frostbite and worse. And good luck to everybody attending the game in Buffalo. At least someone like Patrick Mahomes, he won't have to worry about that, right? Maybe his helmet won't crack this go round. The fans will be rowdy. They will be loud. First road playoff game. Patrick Mahomes has either been at home or on a neutral site at the Super Bowl. It's about...
games that this man has gone through the postseason without playing on the road. Offensive lineman for the Buffalo Bills, Deion Dawkins, says, man, he ain't never seen nothing like this in Buffalo. Pat has never been to the Bills stadium in full effect. I'm excited because it'll be, the environment will be different. And not to say it's in our favor, but stadium is our favor. You know, stadium is us. That helps us. I don't care what nobody says. This is the most dopest feeling I've ever had. Like, we've, like, we're having two back-to-back playoff games home. Like, come on now. Like, we get to leave and go eat wings. Like, like it's, it's cool. So, good luck. Uh, yeah, that, you don't have to. Why is he walking around it? It's called home field advantage, man. You got it. Why is he saying, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, this is the dopest. Play. Nah, man, it's home field advantage. The Buffalo Bills have it. That place is going to be nuts. It is going to be bananas. Unfortunately for all of the fans in Buffalo, they're not going to be able to bring all those flaming tables and, and Zuba pants. They won't be able to bring that inside, but they can't scream. They can yell. I think that the Chiefs are going to be ready for it. As a matter of fact, Andy Reid. I think his mustache has defrosted by now. Andy Reid says, man, Patrick Mahomes, he good. I tell you all the way around, his preparation um, is phenomenal. His attitude is phenomenal. His compete is phenomenal. So you, you love all of that. And we're lucky to have him here. Oh, well, I mean, you, you're lucky to have him. Andy Reid can say that every day of the week. We are lucky to have him. I know Andy Reid is lucky to have him as his quarterback, as uh, Patrick Mahomes is helping deliver Andy Reid directly uh, into Canton, Ohio. Josh Allen, when you boil down this game, the Buffalo Bills trying to go to the AFC Championship, the Kansas City Chiefs always knocking them out. Josh Allen says, yeah, this is going to be a close one. But this is what's going to decide it. Played them every year for the last, I think, four or five years. So um, I think it's two teams that are very familiar with each other. So the wrinkles that they put in, that we put in, that we adjust to, um, you know, those are going to be key to, to winning this game. This is what you call a pick'em game. This game, I think, is going to be too close to call. This is going to be one of those games that boil down to who turned the ball over. Who gave the rock up? Who's doing too much? And if we got to look at history, if we got to look at their playing styles, yeah, Patrick Mahomes goes out and plays the game at quarterback like he is a, like he's a point guard. He's like Magic Johnson with a football in his hand. Josh Allen at times just seems to do a little too much. This sounds crazy. This game might go into overtime again. I'm going to go ahead and select the Kansas City Chiefs on the road to go out and beat the Buffalo Bills. Typically, when it comes to pick'em games or close games, I go with the home squad. I'm leaning towards the team that I have seen get over the hump. I'm leaning towards the team that I have seen go out there and win Super Bowls. I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs. I wouldn't be surprised if Buffalo wins. This is not a hard stance by me by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just going to go with what I'm familiar with, 
And that's the Chiefs. The Buffalo Bills may may finally turn the tide. It might be time for them to win one of these playoff matchups because, as I said, this is going to be their third meeting in four years, and the Chiefs have knocked them out the past two times. Maybe the third time is the charm for the Buffalo Bills. If I had to actually lay down a bet, I am going with the Chiefs, and I will do it because of their experience and their quarterback and, man, I don't believe in all of that uh, cursed stuff. But the Buffalo Bills fans, they certainly know about being cursed. All we got to do is look at four straight Super Bowl appearances and zero Super Bowl wins. I know, I know. Some Quite some time ago. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Patrick Mahomes going on the road for his first playoff road game. He's going to be taking on the Buffalo Bills. That game is Sunday night, late Sunday afternoon. Who do you got? You going with the Chiefs? You going with the Buffalo Bills? I'm going to take your calls on the other side of the break. We're also going to explore, unfortunately, a team that is not in the postseason And they're just interviewing everybody right now. It's the Atlanta Falcons. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're a beast. You're a beast. You're a monster. I guess those are compliments. I'll take them as such. Thank you. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. I want you to thank O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. You can get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. And right before we went to break, we talked about the Kansas City Chiefs taking on Buffalo. That goes down Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, depending on where you live. And that is, in my opinion, the marquee matchup you know, for the entire weekend. We, we got a full slate of games. And next hour, I want to get into uh, what will take place between the 49ers and the Packers. But before we do that, I do want to hit these phone lines, and then I want to give you an update on something that is going on here in Atlanta as they look for their next head coach. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go up to New York and let's talk to Marty. Marty, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, good evening, uh, JR. I guess I'm jumping the gun a little bit because I like to talk about the Packers and the 49ers. Um, you know, Green Bay really did a great job last week uh, against the Dallas front four. That their offensive line really played superbly, but I don't think that's going to be the case on Saturday night. They're going up against a really tough front four in San Francisco. And, you know, two very similar games on Saturday, actually. Uh, two upstarts going up against the two number one seeds. And I do expect both number one seeds to prevail. Uh, they've been, both teams, the 49ers and the Ravens, they've been close the last few years, and they haven't been able to get over the hump. So I think they're really geared to uh, to do well this postseason. Obviously, got to take it one week at a time. I think at least tomorrow, 49ers and the Ravens are going to win, and they're going to advance. 
Yeah, I I'm I'm in the same boat with you, man. Uh, th- not not too much of a shock or a surprise. Uh, the the games tomorrow, and I, I think all the games. And I don't want to sound like a jerk, but I think all four games, or well, three out of the four, I think the the, the victor. I don't want to say it's apparent. It's easy to go Baltimore will beat Houston. It's easy to go San Francisco should beat Green Bay. It's easy to say that Detroit should beat Tampa Bay. And then Kansas City and Buffalo, they they seem to be a little bit more uh, seasoned here when it comes to the postseason. That game a little bit more uh, difficult to call, if I will. Hey, Marty, thank you so much for calling from New York. I'll be on WFAN New York City tomorrow afternoon, okay? Okay, sounds good, Jay. I'll have a good evening. Thank you, Marty. You as well. Shout-outs to Marty for calling up from Westchester, New York. Marty is great. Marty calls me when I'm on air in New York. Marty calls me here throughout the course of the week when I'm on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, a big shout-out to uh, to Marty. Now, I did mention a point. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia right now. Uh, tomorrow I'll be up in New York on WFAN, and there is so much talk, and we've discussed it here on air as well, about what the Atlanta Falcons are going to do with their vacant head coaching spot. They got rid of Arthur Smith after three seasons in a row of going 7-10. and 10. Uh, This year was the worst. He had to cycle through Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke. He had all of these offensive weapons at his disposal. They drafted Bijan Robinson. They had another great running back in Tyler Argier. I mean, you got Kyle Pitts out there as well. They had all these weapons and couldn't do a damn thing. So he got fired. And so Bill Belichick had his uh, first coaching interview with Arthur Blank, owner of the Falcons. And then it's been reported that Bill Belichick is going to have a second interview with the Atlanta Falcons. This time it won't just be Arthur Blank, but Bill Belichick is going to meet with Rich McKay, who happens to be the president of the organization, and then also the general manager, Terry Fontenot. And as Ryan said, and Ryan, please share with us again, we got another candidate who's getting a second meeting as well. Who the hell is it? That would be Jim Harbaugh. Two in a row. Two in a row. Wow. This is crazy. And, I, I you know, this, this helps validate me. I feel smart. Not that I don't feel smart at any other time, but I feel smart when I, I give out my top six list the other day And I say, I find Atlanta to be the best head coaching opportunity and job in the NFL. I mean, when you got Jim Harbaugh and Bill Belichick, I don't want to say fighting over the opportunity, but both candidates, it's apparent. They have all the talent in the world. They have the eighth overall pick where they'll be able to select a quarterback or trade for one utilizing that eighth pick. This is a a good spot. Now, Do I think the fans are going to be just tolerant over both or for both? Barely. There's a huge group of folks here who want nothing to do with Bill Belichick. Harbaugh? Power trip. I mean, the Atlanta Falcons already have an interesting dynamic when it comes to how the team is run. Arthur Smith and general manager Terry Fontenot were pretty much equals on the totem pole, and they both reported to Rich McKay, who then ran it upstairs to the big boss, the owner, and Arthur Blank. 
if Jim Harbaugh is to come on and become the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, I'm going to fully expect that he wants more than that. I'm going to fully expect that Jim Harbaugh is going to just say, hey, Terry Fontenot, you're working for me, and I will talk to Rich McKay. And then let's see how long that dynamic lasts here in Atlanta. What I would have preferred is somebody a little bit younger, and maybe they don't got to be inexperienced, but can the Falcons bring on somebody that, that the team can grow with? This is my concern. I'm not all that worried about Belichick, and you know, I, I am a little bit, but I'm not worried about him or, or Harbaugh when it comes to their coaching acumen and who and what they are. But don't you want to bring on a coach that you can have for years? Like, everybody knows you got to figure out the quarterback. But if Harbaugh comes here to Atlanta, do I think he's sticking around for more than four or five years? No. If Bill Belichick comes through, is he sticking around for four or five years? No. But maybe Arthur Blank doesn't care. Maybe Arthur Blank is going for it right now. And then we got an additional wrinkle that's come in. Kirk Cousins, eligible, is a free agent. Kirk Cousins, the man, injured, blew out his Achilles back in October. He was talking to CBS Sports, and Kirk Cousins said, man, it would be cool to play wherever Bill Belichick lands. Listen to this. You always know when you play him that you're kind of looking over your shoulder wondering if what you're seeing is correct because you know he usually is going to break the mold and do something different, and uh, that's part of what has made him a great coach. Would you ever play for him if you got a chance? I'm not going to turn down an opportunity to play with a you know future Hall of Fame coach, but uh, we'll have to see where March leads. It's just a lot of unknowns right now. Man, come on. Atlanta would have to grin and bear it. Really. Because Kirk Cousins, I'll tell you this, by the time October rolled around and and before he blew out his Achilles, Kirk Cousins was probably having the best season of his career. He was leading the NFL in passing touchdowns with 16. He was leading the NFL with yards. He had more than 2,000 when he went down in October. But this is what stands out to me about Kirk Cousins. He has a playoff record of one and four. And yeah, if he stepped onto the field here in Atlanta, he would have more weapons and more options than he would know what to do with. But am I going to trust Kirk Cousins? In the postseason, the answer to me, no. I think Kirk Cousins is a little too careful. I think Kirk Cousins come playoff time, a little too too uh, safe, doesn't let the ball rip, is not willing to go out there and take chances to win the game, but is more concerned with going out there and not losing. He would have been an excellent option in the regular season. He'd be an upgrade for anything the Falcons had. But like anybody else, everybody comes with a risk. I don't know if I trust Kirk Cousins in the postseason, but if the Falcons have to add him and Belichick, y'all better go out there and win a Super Bowl. Wilder things have happened. Otherwise, the Falcons, in a few years, they will be starting from scratch again. And that would be painful. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of Kirk Cousins, 
at one point in time, he was a backup to a guy named RG3. RG3 is in the news for beefing with his ex-coach. I'm going to fill you in. We're going to talk more Packers and Niners and Lions and Tigers and Bears. Oh, my. We got you covered here on CBS Sports Radio. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 